You're listening to Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. Today's very special because Rob Hollis is not here today. Rob is talking to me via FaceTime. Rob? Yes, we are talking, and you're, you're a big boy, and you're doing this all by yourself. Yeah, you're teaching me. Couldn't make it today, and uh, I had to figure this computer shit out, which wasn't fun, Rob. I'll be honest with you. You did it, though. Well, I'm doing it. You had to walk me through it, but there's a lot of variables. It wasn't like, hey, press record and press send, which would have been easier. Well, and it would have been a lot easier if you knew how to use a computer. Well, I can use a computer. I'm just not... Uh, just not well. Just well, I'm not tech savvy. So, uh, hey, we got a great episode today. First, I want to thank you and, and, and say this again. If you're liking the episodes, these free episodes, uh, all I ask is you, you subscribe, right, Rob? It's important for people to just press the subscribe button. It's free. And if you want to write a review, it really helps out, too. That's, that's not much to ask for. So uh, I appreciate everybody listening. And, uh, yeah, our, our guy who gets our sponsors and stuff, David, who's amazing, says, hey, you know, just let everybody know to subscribe because I think people listen. So if you're out there, that really helps. Rob? I agree. Please Thank subscribe. you. Thank you, Rob. Thank you for agreeing. Uh, we appreciate you guys out there. Uh, another great show today. My good friend, Amy Garcia, uh, Lucifer. George Lopez. George Lo- Yeah, she's been on a lot of stuff. That's what I was, I was getting at. But uh, she's, a, she's a remarkable girl. Got a great story. Very open. Very open. You're going to really enjoy this and a uh, good story. So uh, let's get inside of Amy Garcia. It's my point of view. Listening to Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum was not recorded in front of a live studio audience. Uh, you know, you sit down here and I say, all right, put your cans on and you grab your boobs. <laughs> well, when you say cans to me, you know. That's what you think of. Boobs are the first thing that comes to mind. For you. For me. Not yeah. me. Not me. <laughs> no, Amy. for me, just to clarify. But I told you, I, I went to a high school with um, 800 boys and 100 girls. Oh all the gosh. juniors, seniors, you get hit on and every sophomores. Day? Uh, I don't know. I, you just become like one of the guys, I guess. You seem like you, you were like a little late sister. bloomer, though. You seem oh, like 100%. Yeah, like you were just very focused. You weren't really into boys early on. You weren't letting any guy get in your pants for quite a while. Is that true? <laughs> Uh, affirmative. Were, were you religious? Uh, well, your hmm. family, family religious. I mean, I'm Latino, you know, so we're very Catholic. Uh, no sex before marriage. Yeah, Latinos believe in God no matter what. Yeah, no matter what happens, God. Yeah, still there. God is a really big. <laughs> yeah, he's a really big deal. So yeah, I I thought I would like. I don't know. I thought the world would turn upside down if I had sex before marriage. I think to this day, my parents like even if I have a boyfriend. We have to stay in different bedrooms when I go home to Chicago. Are you serious? I'm serious. Um, how are your cans? Mm. Are they comfortable? They're good. They're no, your headphones. Your headphones. <laughs> That's what we call cans. One more time. Well, I'm not in the radio biz. I mean, I don't know. Amy Garcia, thank you for allowing me to be inside of you today. It's my pleasure. Did you meet Rob, my producer I Rob? I did. Hi. Hi. Rob's a lovely man. He, uh, he helps me keep things together. He seems on it. I'm 17 years older than him. He's 29 with a kid. 30. And uh, <laughs> 30. Yeah, I could be his father, actually. <laughs> I, am I your father, son? Uh, I don't. Did you and my mom? I mean, we could. <laughs> See, if you were Latin, you could definitely be his father. That'd be like a no brainer. What are you saying? Same I'm just saying Latinos we have him young. like have him young. Yeah, we They're have like him family. Young. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Familias, you know? everything. 
Familias. I like how you have to use the mm-hmm. right. Uh, so, how old were when you were de virginized, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, I'm gonna guess. Geez, I'm gonna guess. We're Rob, getting, all, Rob we're getting I, all Howard Stern here. Well, no, I mean, you know what? I, well, we, I know you, so it's not like a weird question. And we just talked about you. Just talked. Yeah, you just grabbed yourself. So, yeah. uh, I'm gonna go with 20. Rob, uh, 17. 22. Oh, pretty you're, good guess. But you made up for it. Uh, you're a a monogamous like in a relationship girl you are like right well kind of well not anymore well no i'm I'm saying for the most part you like to be in relationships you're passionate not i mean i i just i like to be single and then i'm like not i'm like single for like two seconds and then all of a sudden are those two seconds already up no, 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 no. I'm, oh my I'm god! Because you just got single. I just got single. So you I'm can't in total just, bachelor mode. Yeah, you can't just like jump into something now. No, 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 no. I'm having fun. I'm like, I'm writing a comic book, which I haven't even told you what? about, which is really fun. And um, I'm writing a horror movie for Screen Gems. And are you kidding me? No, I already have like, one written. You could just hand the Screen Gems. Oh, really? Got your name on it. Oh, well, there we go. There sure. we go. Done and done. But yeah, no, I've literally been so focused well another one you're another person that's uh just always busy do you have to keep busy do you have to always be doing something or uh Mm. it will drive you crazy okay so this is crazy last night i had a very vivid dream today i literally had it this morning and um i don't like to fly but i've gotten better and better this is kind of a downer, guys. I'm sorry, but oh, I was on the plane. And um, just to answer your question of why I live each life carpe diem, A, I almost died when I was four. How? Um, I had pneumonia, and I was in the hospital for 21 days. Okay. And I couldn't breathe on my own, so I had tubes up my nose. And I remember even at four being like, shit, man, tomorrow is not guaranteed. Rob, <laughs> That's g- like- give me the iPad. I need to put the AC on. It's, it's, I'm going to need this for this interview. <laughs> I, I got to cool shit down. Is it getting steamy in here? Yeah. Thanks, man. Well, it's not steamy. It's just like it could go in so many directions that I got to be prepared. I got to have, I got to be cooled off here. You, you got to keep car, those armpits from getting idling. sweaty. No, you know, but I get it. There's now a Mexican sitting on the couch. I touch my can. Did you say Mexican because your mom was from Hidalgo, Mexico, and your dad's Puerto Rican? Yeah. Yeah. Somebody reads you. their research. Someone did their work. Um, I don't even read shit. That's not true. He can't read, though. His assistant reads to him. Yeah, well, that I believe. Yeah, that thanks. I believe. Thanks for having me. But um, no, I, I honestly, I think I worked hard because I think I might not make it to the next day. So today, this morning, I dreamt I was on a plane and it was super vivid. And the plane started making these really funky sounds. Alarms started going off and the plane was literally going down. And Jesus. the flight attendant opened the door and I was like, whoa, is everything okay? And literally the flight attendant looks at me and she's like, no, it's not. <laughs> and she opens the emergency exit, jumps out. And then I look out the window and I see a bunch of other passengers floating. And I was like, oh, fuck this. I am not, I'm like, not today, Satan, not today. I literally move up to the middle of the plane. They're like, guys, brace for impact. Something you never want to hear when you're on a plane. How many edibles? How many <laughs> no, edibles did you no. have before you went to bed? You no, did. No. You had edibles. No, none, I swear. And then literally, I was like next to my mom. I put on my seatbelt and I knew I wasn't going to die. I'm like, no, this plane's going down, but I'm not going to die. The we, we crash land and and like whoever was in the plane survived. And I went up to the pilots and I'm like, thanks, man. And then I woke up. So I'm just saying, I think I have this, I think in a past life, I must have died really young. 
And so that's why in this life, I'm like, I got to shit, get shit done. Do you, do you have a death wish? <laughs> no, but do you have like people, you know, when I was younger, I never thought I'd get past high school. I thought I was going to die. Something was going to happen. I just didn't feel like I belonged on the earth. It was weird, this weird feeling. And then I was like, I'm not going to make it through college. And then I'm somehow I'm still sticking around. Did you ever have that feeling or? Well, I had that feeling that that happened in a previous life. Like my dad's Buddhist, so he believes in reincarnation. Do you? I kind of do when I hear like Mozart playing incredible like concertos at like six. I'm like, that's going to be some inherited talent right there. I think so. I think sometimes you see like four-year-olds and I'm like, God damn it, you are an old soul. You're spiritual, aren't you? Um, I don't know if I'm spiritual. I guess I believe in in just being leaving the world better than you found it because you were born. Even if it's in a small way, like open the door for someone. You don't have to like write checks to charities and you don't, I mean, but that's what's all wrong great. With that? Nothing is wrong with that. I'm just saying like help how you can. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like if you're not going to finish your dinner, wrap up half of it and give it to a homeless guy or. Every night? Not every what night. What if it's a frozen pizza? Oh. I have been rejected by a homeless guy. I, like gave him a juice, a green, a really healthy green juice with uh, like celery and ginger. Yeah. And he looks at me. He's like, what the hell is this? <laughs> yeah. We're giving a basketball player a football. I know. Why would you do that? Oh, well, I, yeah, he didn't take it. So I was like, oh, come on. But, but it's okay if you want to like write a check to a charity instead of going down and helping out for a day, right? Of course. Are they equal or are they? Are they... Yeah, they're all equal. It's just like how you Sometimes I feel can. bad if I give money, but I don't help out. Like, no, it's a lazy thing to do. But I'm just saying a lot of people don't have, like, disposable income. You know, it's, like, rough out there. Like, some people have, like, three kids and four kids. and they That's hard out there three for, jobs a, for sure. And, you know what I mean? So I'm just saying if you don't have, you know, money, you, you, you're you single, you yeah. got you got no kids, Thanks. you got no wife being like, hey, Rosenbaum, yeah. right? Send me to, take me to Have you ever thought about that? Like, Greek. what's wrong with Rosenbaum? That should be my next podcast. What's wrong with Rosenbaum? <laughs> no. Actually, I... that could have been the title of this one instead of Inside of You. What's wrong with Rosenbaum? No. We changed the title? You're Because muy... I think it's more fitting. You're muy, muy, muy más charming. You hear that? A muy, 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 muy. What? Yeah. Mas, mas charming. Mas charming. A lot of yeah. charm. Yeah, a like lot of very, charm. very, very a lot of charm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the first time I met you, remember how we met? I remember. Well, dive in, baby. Tell me how it happened. <laughs> Well, you had this show called Imposter. 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 Oh, jeez. Yeah. And um, and I remember them being like, "Hey, so Michael wants to meet you for the show, and it's for TV." Well, Land. first of all, I saw like I, I said, she's perfect for this part to play my love interest. You know, she's phenomenal. She's a good actress, but she's offer only. And you know, I, I don't think you wanted to. You weren't sure you're going to do it. And you sat with us, and you met with us, and you left. And I raced out to your car, and I just sat with you and talked to you. <laughs> Do you remember? That's right. And we you drove did. around in the you parking did. lot and you listened did. to my grandmother's message. You did. Michael, what are you doing? You know that that's what got me. Was it? Yeah, you knew exactly. You're like, you know what? I know how I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna finish this deal right here. I'm gonna get this one on board. As soon as I heard your grandma's voice, I'm like, game over. And I got you to do it. And what's crazy is like this happened to me. So we shot the pilot. You were fantastic. <laughs> Seriously, you tested great. Oh, thank uh, you. I loved you, the crew loved you, the producers loved you, and they're like wait a minute, he's never coming back. So then they're like, okay, well, we're not going to use her anymore. <laughs> because I never go home. I leave. Yeah. Remember, yeah, I leave yeah, yeah. you and it's yeah. over. Yeah. And you were supposed to be the series arc. They wanted you to be in the whole series. Yeah. But then they're like, <laughs> then they thought, and like, you know, it doesn't make sense for him to go back. And I think it was just, I, I, I was, I was 
horrified. I know. I think you were like, you were so sweet. You were like more horrified than you were like, you're going to be fine. You know? And I was like, I was like, you're so sweet. Like you were so upset. But I did feel bad because I got you to do it. And I really was like, I felt like obligated, like sort of what's the word? I just felt like I was looking out for you. I wanted you to be a part of this. And all of a sudden, and I was just like, and I remember calling you and I almost cried. I was like, God, I I know you were so, but like, that's the biz, you know, like, yeah, and you me can't, before. I mean, how many times? But they didn't recast you. It wasn't like that. It was just like they weren't using that part. Totally, totally. And I think like the next day, Warner Brothers was like, hey, do you want to do Rush Hour? You know, like, it yeah, was, you got it Rush was, Hour the next day. I mean, it was like a, then right after that, like, hey, will you do Lucifer? Like, it, I, it was great. Like, I actually really credit that because I was doing a lot of drama up with like Dexter and trauma. And then, um, and then that show really reminded me how much I love comedy and it kind of switched the narrative for me, which I love. And since that show, I've been doing so much more comedy, like even on Dexter, she was pretty lighthearted. And, um, and then in, um, in Lucifer, I'm like definitely silly and goofy and funny. So, so thank you for that. Kind of a badass, right? Yeah, she's kind of a badass, you know, sees ghosts, sees, so, sees yeah, angels. What is this? So you're in what season? Fourth season. Fourth season. I have so much fun on that show. And it almost got canceled, right? We did get canceled. You got canceled. We were on Fox. We got canceled. And then our incredible fan base, which I constantly call our little angels because we have the best fan base in the world. I will challenge any other show. Even Supernatural, I Smallville. love. Oh, so well, you guys have a you guys have a pretty fervent fan no, but yeah, too. you do have a big audience. We do. We just not like they just are very invested and passionate. And literally, they tweeted "Save Lucifer" eight point five million times, and Netflix was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, what's over there?" And then they picked us up for four season. I would say ninety five percent because of our fans. Are you going to do another season? You think? I think so. I mean, we just wrapped the third episode and netflix just saw the first one and loved it people love the show it's just such and a fun silly show um warner brothers at warner brothers i know so fox doesn't have anything to do with it anymore nothing it's warner brothers vertigo bruckheimer are they embarrassed and... by it <laughs> we were kind of the we were the show that like since the beginning they're like really dude a crime solving devil come on no one thought it would go to series no one thought it would go a second season. No one thought it would go a third season. But we were literally – I love being the underdog. I feel like I'm – I've kind of been an underdog my whole life in a way. So I love being part of things that are underdog and kind of grassroots. And literally every year people are like, God damn, that show. Yeah. Crime Solving Devil. Who would have thought? Like we have a song. It goes, Crime Solving Devil. It makes sense. Don't overthink it. Well, I don't, I don't know if I could do that. Rob, do you want to try that? <laughs> No, I'm okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm okay. Were your parents always supportive with all this stuff? They were. They were. Because your dad um, was an actor, right? Didn't your dad get into stuff? Oh, God, no. He wishes. I thought your dad got into, like, acting and stuff. No, my dad had Bullshit. one line once on a show on something I was doing. He forgot it every time. They'd be like, action. And he'd be like, oh, I forgot my he line. He couldn't do it? He couldn't do it. He's a total ham. He, I wish he was here. He started actually, acting in commercials as a child. That was me. That was you. Yeah. I so I, I can't read is what you're saying. I mean, it so seems your dad that had way. nothing to do with acting. Nothing. This they will have. Be, this will be edited. Oh my god! No, no idea. They have no idea about. It. I'm the first person in my family. They still call them interviews. I'm like, guys, they're called auditions, and they're like, Jess, have fun at your interview. 
you know. After your interview, yeah. Why do they have to bring Jews into it? Oh my God, they're always bringing Jews into it. They're like, I love Jews so much. You are my regalo del cielo, which means my gift from up above. Like that's what my mom calls me. Really? Because I think I, I literally think that me dying, almost dying at four, really like messed them up as parents. And they're like, oh my God, this is our little nugget. Did you cry at Coco? Ugh. I cried my face off. Cried my yeah. face off. It was on a first date too. It wasn't pretty. Ugh. I know, but that's sweet too. You know, that no, whole thing, no boys don't cry. Boys boy cry. cry on date, date one. No. Did you have a second date? I think I did, yeah. See? Oh. Because okay. I want her to watch it again and not cry and prove it to her. Rob, do you cry in movies? Uh, it depends on the movie. When's the last movie you cried? Um, it might have been Coco or Manchester by the Sea. Do you watch with <laughs> your child or is you too young? Uh, no, Calvin loves Coco. Calvin loves Coco. We've I've seen it like nine times now. Really? I'm glad no one dies in Coco violently. It's not like Lion King. I feel like you have to prepare your kid and be like, look, the dad doesn't make it. You know, like I remember I watched Bambi as a kid and I had a fit. Like when the mom gets shot, spoiler alert, um, I literally had a tantrum and my parents kind of laughed at me. I remember I had to leave the theater because I could not fathom that someone would die, especially a mom, would get shot by hunters. Like that is some dark shit for a five-year-old. I threw a hissy fit in the car. (laughs) Now, you have brothers and sisters? Only child. Really? So, I mean, Jesus, man, that had to be like... I mean, were you spoiled? Were you pretty spoiled? I mean, being oh, you're that an only child too. You, no, I'm not. Oh, but being that you are, <laughs> I'm not. I was sort of the middle kid, and oh. I, I kind of got shit on. Oh, <laughs> but doesn't gotcha. the middle kid always get shit on? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you were spoiled, right? So you almost died at four, and then from there on, you could do anything you want. Your, your parents were pretty much. Uh, yeah, you're from the then princess. on, they're like, "Fuck yeah, I'm a total." But I'm also a tomboy because I was like the son my dad never had. So like, I know how to change a tire. You could change a tire. I can change a tire. Change oil. I can change oil. I can, can like you mow the lawn. I can mow the lawn. I'm a gardener. I'm my own gardener. Like literally, I I'm garden. Out there. I could change the oil. Oh yeah, I'm literally busting out Spanish. Like I know all of them. Like I'm like Jorge, puede traer la manguera acá. Like totally busting out. Like me and the friggin'. There was actually a huge tree that was pronounced dead by the city in front of my place, and it was a two year waiting list. I got some tecates. I literally rolled out there, hung out with the guy from the city who was you know Latino. Talk to them in Spanish for 45 minutes. I'm like, look, I know there's a two-year waiting list, but can you just, like, hook a sister up? I'm like, you know. And literally within the week, that tree was was gone. And then he was knocking on your door. <laughs> Hello, Amy? <laughs> no, no. I just, I was like, look, they're not going to listen to me. You have all the power in the world. And he was like, yes, I do. And well, it was true. <laughs> was your father tough on guys that wanted to go out with you? Oh, yeah. My dad, like, if a guy was over... And we were watching a movie. My dad would pretend he had an office downstairs and just all of a sudden like do work and like not leave. Like, so a guy li- would never kiss you? No, never. I was literally like, I think I was like 16 years old. Your first tongue kiss was at 16? My, no, my first tongue kiss was seventh grade with like the first love of my life. What was his name? Alan. Alan what? <laughs> Tudyk? No, I can't. I'm still friends with him, and I just saw him, so I have to keep his identity. You just saw him, and it was your first kiss. I just saw him in Amsterdam, yeah. Did you kiss him again? Maybe. You Wait a minute. (laughs) You tongue-kissed Alan for the first tongue-kiss of your life back in Illinois, Chicago? Mm -hmm, At 11 years old. So you're tonguing this kid at 11. (laughs) Fast forward 
five years to what you are now, your age, and you made out with him in Amsterdam. Affirmative. Did, was this, did, was it the same feeling? It, you know, it was. It was. Did you really do one cool. of these things? You look like the kind of person that after you kiss somebody and you like it. I know this sounds weird, but I'm just. I, I have a feeling you just go. Hmm. <laughs> you make you comment on it. You're one of those commenters. Like, wow, what was that? Or like, that was good. <laughs> Are you one of those commenters? You are. I don't know. You know if you are. If you can remember a seven-year-old tongue kiss, you can remember if you react to shit. Rosenbaum, I'm in it. Okay, I don't. Bullshit. I don't. I don't judge myself myself externally. Like I'm in the moment. I sometimes you know? say if something is good, I go. How about that? <laughs> that was pretty good. What's like your line? Like, do you have a I line? I have a line, but I go. If it's a really good kiss, and I'm like. It's almost like a punch in the face. It's like, wow, that was that was great. You're a great kisser. <laughs> I like to tell people if they're a great kisser. It doesn't happen all the time. Yeah. God, now anyone out there who you kiss next and you don't say that to you, they're going to be like, fuck, oh, I'm great. a shitty kisser. No, but it just doesn't happen all the time. Most people are, you know, okay. But sometimes you get the frog kisses. I feel like you're pretty, little... like, like not prudish, but you're like me. Like your your body's your temple. I like fresh breath. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. You got to have fresh breath. I don't care. Everybody out there, listen to me. I don't care what it is. You want to date, floss your teeth, <laughs> brush your tongue, scope it out, or Listerine. Listerine it out. And you know what? And it's good. Have you had a bad experience? Yeah, I've had that? some bad breath girls, and I'm sure, you know. So that's like major deal breaker. Deal breaker. I went out with this girl. She was beautiful. She was kind. She was smart. She was like a nurse. And I kissed her, and I was like, oh, man. <laughs> it honestly, it almost like what I was uh, like. It just didn't, it wasn't good. I don't want to get graphic. Yeah. But like, you know, what an ass would have tasted like. Oh, And then so I went out with her again. Oh, jeez. I don't want to sound like a dick, but I'm just going to be honest. I went out with her again and I said, it can't be the same way. And again. And I even said, God, she's so cool. I'm going to give her a third time. Maybe she has a bacterial infection in her mouth. Oh, no. And I went, I kissed her again a third time and I couldn't do it. I couldn't believe it. Well, you know, my theory is. um... It just had like this. Like almost like she was just eating. Like I don't know what guys and girls are doing these days with these actors. Like I had this kale spinach salad shake, and I had this turmeric onion loaf bratwurst (laughs) with garlic, whatever. And it's just like, (laughs) yeah. And you know what? Maybe it's healthier. But you know, you smell like shit. You smell like shit. So I'm gonna go have a burger. Well, my my checklist, which is expanding, but (laughs) Rob just shook his head. But like my three things are: think, laugh, and come. So someone who makes you think, who's like smart, can discuss politics, who challenges you intellectually, someone who makes you laugh, has a good sense of humor, and someone who you you want to bone. Wait a minute. So are you not someone who's these – I don't want to get into Howard Stern mode here, but I'm, it's uh, it, it spikes my curiosity. Are you someone that doesn't have easy orgasms? Oh, no. Yes. Very. Oh, so that's the, that part's easy then. That part's easy. Yeah, but then I'm thinking of okay, adding – so you got think and laugh. I got think and laugh. And then, um, and then I'm thinking, and then I told this to someone, actually, <laughs> I told this to the, I went to Amsterdam, I made friends with them. Um, I don't know who watches Game of Thrones, but King Joffrey, King Joffrey. You made out with Joffrey? No, 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 no. Oh. We became friends. And I told him my theory, his name is Jack. He's actually lovely. He quit acting. He quit acting and he's a major dick on the show, but he's actually really lovely. And I started watching the show to support him and now I'm, I'm hooked oh on the gosh. show. But I was like, Jack, what do you think of this theory? And Jack goes, I think you should add character. And I'm like, God, that's a good point. So now I've added, it's TLC squared and character. character. Yeah, you want someone who's like, just not a dick. 
I never thought of that until just now. Yeah, yeah I've you want somebody who's innately really... a good person. Yeah, yeah. So that's my now in my now that I've matured, I have added uh, C squared to uh, my TLC. You don't really squared. have a type, do you? Because uh, Alan sounds like a white guy. <laughs> I don't think Alan's Mexican or Latino. No, or, right? Mm-mm. I mean, there's not many Alans. Mm-mm. Right? There's, right, right. A, there's a lot of Alans. <laughs> Is there a lot of Alans that are uh, Latino? No, maybe no, not. Latino. No, that's what I'm saying. Alan sounds like just a white dude. Yeah, I've dated Latino guys. Yeah, I don't discriminate. But you, you'll date anybody? Well, if, I mean, preferably TLC squared, you know. But yeah, I yeah. think. Um, I had to think again. Think. <laughs> Laugh. Come character. Yeah, I already lost the thinking. <laughs> I'm done with the thinking. I can't even think. I can't even remember TLC. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm not like, oh, I won't date you because you're whatever. Like, I'm just, like, if you're cool and we get along. And I'm going to add character and, and B to that one. Breath. Yeah, see, everyone has their uh, their additions. How long have your parents been married? Forever. I'm gonna oh guess. God. I'm gonna guess forty-one years. Yeah. Is exactly, that about right? Exactly. Really? Yeah. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Are they still attracted to each other? Do they kiss and love? I think so. I mean, they Did you ever dance. See it? Um, sometimes it's a little like. Did you ever hear them? No. When you were a kid? No. 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 No, never would, once. Never once. They would definitely. Thank God wait. I didn't either. Rob, did you ever hear your parents going at it? Nope. No. Never heard your dad pounding ever. Oh God. Thank God, right? Isn't that the worst thing to hear? Like your mom making noises, feeling good, mm-hmm. and did, dad like did you? groaning. Did you hear your mom? No, but I saw her boobs once, and it just disgusted me. <laughs> well, you know. Well, that's why you hate boobs now. I mean, they were decent boobs. But oh, jeez, Rosenbaum. I, no, but I didn't like them. Sounded like no, you like them. Sounded bit. like you like them. No. They were I mean, decent I boobs at with them a going, smile. Oh my god! In retrospect, out of all the boobs I've seen, I remember I, they were uh, top five. No, my mom was young then. My mom was like, "This is 1980," so I was eight. She was, I mean, subtract 40 years from her old face, so that's probably she was 30s, early 30s. That's so Game of Thrones of you, Rosenbaum. Oh my god, you guys are pervs. <laughs> I would never go there. Oh. Um, all right, so your parents were supportive. Mm-hmm. Your dad was uh, a little jokester when you had dates. You, mm-hmm. you, you didn't have sex till late. Yeah. Alan was your first French kiss at 11. You kissed him again recently. Yeah. Is there any spark between you and Alan? I want to know. I mean, you know. I, I don't think sh- there should be right now. You just got out of a relationship. And <laughs> That's you said what everyone get- says. It's so funny. They're like, Amy, yeah, Amy do not get in a relationship yeah. again. I will say, I'm Where does loving, you live? Uh, Chicago and Miami. In two places. How old is Alan? Oh, God, I can't. Well, he's your age. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, when you were 11, you made out, <laughs> unless you made out with a seven year old or a 20 year old. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, right. but we I'm really enjoying being, I, you know what I'm enjoying most about being single is just freedom. Like, Do I, you think if you kiss someone right now, you'd feel guilty for Alan? No. You totally kiss someone else. Yeah. Okay. So, okay, there you go. Because if I looked at your face and you thought about it for a second, that means I know she's going into Alan. No, I mean I adore him, and he's still a really good friend. But yeah. I have got to be. It's so. I mean, don't, don't you love being single? Shit. I mean, do I love being single? I love look, freedom. I want to wake up to someone. I want to be with. You're someone a romantic. Huh? I mean, eventually, look, I went through it. I was. I mean, I did the dance when I was in my mid twenties, early thirties, yeah. and now for the last ten years, I've been in relationships mostly. I, I, you know what it isn't. I don't like just getting hooked up and going out and out, and it's, it never works. Just. You'd like to meet someone you just get along with. It's easy. They get you. You could be yourself. 
you're attracted to them. It's just fun. And you wake up and you go, hey, you want to go for a hike? Sure. Hey, what are you doing now? I'm on set. Okay, you want me to come over? Yeah, sure. Come over for lunch. Hey, let's go do that. Just somebody to do something with and not like, I don't know, I can't call this person to go do something with because they're going to think that I like them and I don't want to lead them on, but they're right, fun. Right. But So it's weird. It's a Look weird you, thing. you, Bino. I mean, I am one, too. No, like You're you. Such a I've been friends romantic. with you. I could, I could hang out with you. I mean, I'm friends yeah. with you. So that wouldn't be weird, but... I think at this juncture in our lives, like like you're, you're, you know, you're not, you're not a kid anymore. I'm not a kid. Yeah. But you've been in relationships. But I've also never done the dance. Do you want to? That's true. Like a part of me is like, ooh, what is like a one night stand? You've never had a one night stand. No. I don't think I've had a one night stand. A one night stand would mean, did you see that person again? I'm very like 1953 as far as like. I'm a hopeless romantic. Like right. I've never, like even like stuff I post on, like once in a while I'll post something where I'm not making fun of myself. But even when I'm trying to be sexy at like photo shoots, my girlfriends who are part of my team and they'll help me out, they'll be like, you look really awkward. And I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, you just, you need a shot of tequila. Like you look really awkward like when you're, you're trying, trying to, to be, be cool. sexy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm like, oh God, like I can't even, I wouldn't even That's know fun, how though. to That's like good thing flirt with a guy. You know, like I wouldn't even know how to like, you like can I'm, flirt. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm naturally flirty, but I wouldn't know. Like, I get really red. Like, I was actually talking to this guy, and I hope he's not listening to this, to this friend of a friend from Australia, and we Skyped. And he started smiling, and I started smiling, and he started laughing, and I started laughing. I'm like, oh, my God. Get it together, Garcia. Like, so <laughs> What's wrong with that? Grade. That's a nice moment. Oh, don't be so hard on yourself. Just enjoy things, you know? I know. You know, maybe he's thinking, you know, he, look, he's thinking one of two things. Is that Garcia... She laughs easily. She's she's funny. She's cute. Yeah. She's charming. Or she's a complete weirdo. Either way, yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah. Just be yourself. Garcia. Yeah. I know. I, I don't know how to be anything but. Are but. you? Are, do you I mean, you seem pretty normal. I mean, do you, do you go to therapy? <laughs> no, I've never once. You've never once went to therapy? Never once. Do you, do you have any hangups? Mm, you mean like emotional baggage? Yeah. Well, I'm sure I do. I mean, do you do you get anxiety? Do you get depression? Do you deal with all that mm, stuff? You know, I feel like as in the daughter of immigrants that grew up really poor without indoor plumbing and no hot water, you know, my dad would always have to, my dad would always tell me like when he went to the bathroom, he would literally have to go outside and just was scared as a little kid that he would fall in with all the shit, like literally. And I was like, God, that is a rough, you know. So I guess I just... I mean, yeah, I get sad. Were I've you been, poor too I've as been, a child? No. Uh, I started out really poor, yeah. And then my parents, like, American dreamed it and just busted their ass and, and like, made it, you That's know? That's um, So I guess I, I've been heartbroken. I've definitely been sad. But I would say my serotonin and dopamine levels are quite... Even. High, high, oh, high! You're usually happy. I am. I am. I'm That's very. Amazing. I guess I see the beauty. It's from my dad. Like my dad is. I wish he was here. He's flying in tonight, but he's a big kid. Like he loves Disneyland. I would love to have him on here. Oh my god, he loves Star Wars. He literally has the Star Wars jacket that he wears. It says like "May the Force be with you" nonstop. You get along. Look at all those Star Wars pictures. I know. I know. He's just Kenobi and George Lucas. There's the Star Wars 1977. I actually might bring him tomorrow. I don't know what you're doing tomorrow, but like he's here. He's just crashing. I'd love to meet him. He's literally coming for three days, and he is such a big kid, and he loves to dance. I have tons of Star Wars toys upstairs. Really, he would love it. So I feel like that was a big influence in my life like my dad has a huge heart my dad's like you treat the president like you treat the plumber and my dad's like you know even if the house burns down we have each other wait, wait, familia. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you drink the president like the plumber like just treat everyone with respect you know what i mean yeah, and right, right. and so um 
yeah, I guess I'm pretty happy and pretty grateful and I have great friends. I have a beautiful family. And I would- Do you ever yell? Do you ever get mad? Do you ever say, that's not fair? No, fuck this. I'm going home. You guys are... Yes. I do get feisty when it comes to people treating other people with disrespect. That really gets me. Have you like, ever snapped at someone? I have. Who? I have. Um, On the set of Lucifer? No. Well, once there was a director, I won't say their name, who came in and was treating... And I think of our crew as like a team, like we're part of this team. What did he say? Well, he was just treating them really, really nasty. And I was like, I, and I was like, you don't talk to my team that way. You said that? I was like, you know, and they're like, Amy, you're going to get fired. I'm like, fire me. That was one time where I got really feisty. The second time I got really feisty, I was on a plane coming from Mexico and I was sitting economy class because I was like using miles and I was sitting way in the back with these two women who didn't speak English. And we were flying from Mexico to Chicago or Mexico to LA, I guess. And I made friends. I, I was at the Admirals Club and this guy came up to me and he's like, just started a conversation. And then um, I'm like, okay, cool. Nice to meet you. We ended up being on the same plane. He was sitting in first. And I was like, hey, um, you know, if you really want the real party, 27D, you know? And, and so he was, he laughed. And then I went back to sit in my seat. And then midway through the flight, he comes up and he's like, hey, starts talking. And the flight attendant was like, you have to go back to first. And he's like, okay, and said to the woman next to me, can you, do you want to go in first class and I'll sit here so I can talk to her? And they're like, that's not allowed. And he's like, well, why don't you come to first and talk to me? And I was like, okay, I go up to first, shooting the shit, hanging out, cute guy, whatever. And then the flight attendants in the back were like, she's got to come back to her seat. They were just like total dead. They were just mean. They were just mean. What so did I, you do? So I go back. I was fine. I go back. And all of a sudden, the flight attendant from first brings me a piece of cake from the guy. And they're like, he's like, she's like, hey, this is from the guy in first class. Here's some cake. And I was trying to keep it tight this at the moment. This really trying to get he, some. He was really sweet, you know. And so I didn't want the cake. I gave it to the woman next to me. The flight attendant who was being like such a jerk the whole time was like, what is that? What are you doing? I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I just handed her a piece of cake. Like, you know, it was a gift for me from first. And I just gave her the cake. And then she's like, you can't have that. It's a liability. You can't have cutlery back here. And I'm like, wait a second. There's no reason to talk to her that way, you know? And your number one job as a flight attendant is security, and your number two is service. She comes back, totally rude. I go, you know what? I'm going to report you. I take a picture. She goes, World War Three on the plane, Rosenbaum. All of a sudden- You're yelling? No, no, no. Just the girl, just the flight attendants are like, are like, I can't believe you took a picture. And I'm like, well, you're treating her with disrespect. You know, just because they don't speak English, that's no way to talk to them. And I'm like, oh, you you got in a fight with the wrong dog. Like, that's where I get feisty. So you turned into like like FU yeah. mode. I, I turned into FU mode. And then they're like, you know what? TSA is going to meet you when we land this plane. I go, have them meet me when we land this plane. She's like, you better, you better erase that picture. I go, you better apologize to her. So what'd you do? So um, the the cool flight attendant from first class was like, what's going on here? <laughs> like, and I said, well, you know, she was really rude to these women, treated them like they had done something wrong when all they did was accept a piece did of cake. Did TSA that meet I get- you off the plane? They did. They did. Did they take you aside? So they took me aside. I explained everything. I erased the picture and I am on global. Why do you need to erase the picture? Because I wanted to just diffuse the situation And I just hate, like my pet peeve is when people have a sense of entitlement and treat people that they think are less than them with disrespect. 
My my blood like right now I'm just getting pissed off. I could tell you like I just I'm like, so pissed. This is what's called sense memory. And um, <laughs> Stanislavski, the famous uh, acting coach, what happens is you you go back to a certain place if you want to get angry that you remember and you bring it into your work and that co- sort of like uh, sense memory. Yeah, and that. they just that's, thought that's what you just did. I felt that anger. You I had. was so mad. You know, they were like, "Oh, these women coming from Mexico." Did you cry? Speaking. No, of course not. But I was very clear and I was very like, you know, yes, I know we're coming from Mexico and yes, I know they don't speak English, but that's no way to like treat. I, I was just pissed. And they were very sweet. They're like, thanks for sticking up for us. We're going to give you 25,000 miles. <laughs> it's another n- enough miles for another coach flight. Yeah, I was I was so, really upset. Did they give you anything? Um, they did give me some, some, some mileage and they're like, we're so sorry. I'm Amy Garcia. No. And I didn't even, didn't I didn't even, I didn't pull all. that card. I didn't pull that card. I just was very like, when was this? This was, ooh, I want to say maybe like a year and a half ago. So then my friends are like, you should write an exposition that says, let them eat cake. <laughs> and just like, did you ever go out with that guy in first class? I didn't. I actually, because I was held up at TSA. So you never had a chance to talk to him. I didn't. I just have a problem with authority. Like I have issues with like people in uniforms, I think. Yeah. And and my biggest issue though, like I said, is just when people treat people with disrespect. Fucking boils my blood. Yeah, I could see that. But I think you did the right thing. You stood up for what you thought and Yeah. Um Yeah, I've seen some things on planes. It's uncomfortable. You're like, what's going on here, man? Well the thing is like, look, we're all bounded and I say this all the time, but it's like we're all bounded by mortality. Like, it doesn't matter how fucking rich you are, how famous you are, how successful you are, how anything you are, we're going to die. Yeah, we're all going so to place. me, it's like, I always think we're that, all in know. the same boat. Like, everybody wants to be seen. That's all. I mean, think That's about all it. anyone you wants, you know? You a piece of cake and you gave it to the woman next to you. Who gives a fuck? I know. Why couldn't she have just... Here's my question. Why can't some people just not pay attention to every... That's just like... <laughs> that's so OCD. That's micromanaging everything. That's like, hey, I just didn't see that happen. Yeah. Let the woman eat a piece of fucking cake. Yeah. And she's like, it's against rules. It's just rules. like some people aren't built that way. They're built by rules. They're yeah. built by following the rules. Yeah. Which I respect. I but, don't. You know, not always. No, I think rules, the rules that don't make sense. Rules can be broken. They could be, yeah. you know, it's malleable. It's not, uh, mm-hmm. everything, not everything's black and white, you know? Yeah. You don't believe in something. Hey, you know what? I understand that, but I'm not going to do it exactly like I'm supposed to. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I guess that's my motto. When I'm in the grave, God, this sounds so much, but when I'm in the grave, I just want people to have a huge party and be like, man, she was cool. She opened that door for me that one time. Except or that like, one flight attendant. That except that bitch. one flight attendant. I'm glad she's in the ground. That's fucking, yeah, really like, her, and then she'll put a piece of cake on Feisty Latina. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you, do you, uh, your work ethic pretty good? Like, do you, what do you do? Really good. Because you always have to, you have a lot of lines. I do, I do. I work, I do work really hard. How do you do it? Do you like uh, record your voice and then no, listen to it? No, do you no, just no. write the words down? You no. just look at it. No, no, I just look at it. And you can learn lines pretty fast. Do you worry about them? Are you always thinking about them? No, 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 I don't. I mean, I've been doing this for so long that, like, you know, it's that's where I'm the most comfortable. Like, once the cameras start rolling, for me, that's where. Like, you don't get nervous, you don't get butterflies, you don't get anxiety, you don't get any kind of thing that could take you out of the scene or even uh, fuel you through it? Mm, well, I guess if it's a scene I um, I haven't, if it's like a really emotional scene maybe, or if it's like, but not really, especially for this, I'm so like, it's just so close to who I am that it's just like fun. You know what I mean? It's not really, I just get to be like, I speak Klingon on the show. 
Like I get to be like a total goofball. So for me, it's right up my alley. Who do you love working with? Oh, everyone. Love, I love Did Tom. you love working with Trisha Helfer? I love her. Well, she's one of the nicest. She took my I baby Blanche, my dog, my puppy, home from Salt Lake City, flew it on a plane with Jason Momoa's help, oh. and they flew the dog home while I was in Portland. Oh, my God. Yeah. I love her. She she's is, an like, amazing classy. human being. She's Aunt, Aunt Trish. And, oh, uh, I'm going to see her Sunday. And Tom Welling, who was on the show for a year. Yes. He had some scenes with him. Yes. Did you like working with Tom? Love him. His sweetheart. He, uh, we, we're doing a lot of conventions together now. Aww. I finally got him to do the signing, so... Uh, we have a good time, but yeah. he, he loved you. He loved. He Did loved he? the show. He really loved the show. He thought oh my it was god! A great show. I People. totally accosted him on the first day in the makeup trailer. You did. What'd I have you no say? sense of space. I didn't say much. I did mostly touching, and I was like, "Hi, Welling." They just told me I'm showing butt in 25. Are days. you? I am. They're like, "Hey, can you call me back?" Or my boss calls Are me. Are you working I'm like, on your ass I'm constantly now? Constantly, I'm like, so what's going on? She's like, look, so there's a murder that takes place in a nudist colony. And you have to be nude? You have to be nude in order to get... And they're like, how do you feel about being naked? And I'm like, well... Like, how naked are we talking? Is it like Dexter naked? Are we talking like Game of Thrones? Have you caught up to that it's, episode? I've caught up to it. It's not Game of Thrones oh naked. Shame. It's It's, it's, uh, it's Austin Powers. Yeah. No, it's oh, Austin, Austin Powers, Powers with naked. Thing over your thing. Yeah, it's, yeah. 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 So everything will be covered. Nips will be covered. Hoo-ha will be covered. But the butt, she's like, I just want to give you a heads up. You There, there may or may not be naked more like May. Butt. Naked afraid butt with you and Tom. So just an FYI. So literally, I am squatting when I'm putting gas in the car. I'm right now. After we finish this interview, I'm going to do, do some, some squats, squats right now. What kind of squats do you do? Do you do air squats? Air squats. I lift up the leg. I mean, you got anything? Like, I got to keep. Yeah, shit. there's uh, there's the clams. You know, you get on your side and your your imagine oh, your like knees are touching team? and you're like clamming, so the the legs are opening up as oh. they're in a. Bent position. Okay. Uh, if you guys want to go onto Twitter, I could do some. Uh... Maybe you can show me that later. No, but bum. you know, I, I try to work <laughs> on my butt a little bit. Um, I think people think I have a decent. You butt. seem like you're pretty tight. Well, I think I have a decent butt only because I have back problems, so it makes oh. everything really tight. So it seems like I have a firm butt, but it's just yeah. because my back's so effing tight. But aren't you pretty? Don't you like? Yeah, like I play hockey and stuff. And but you know, I, yeah. I'm all right. I, my problem is like. You know, I've always tried not to be too skinny, so I can't get big, but I get th- thin. Oh, you can't tell that no, to girls. No, 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 oh, no, no. You haven't let me finish. Skinny. I get thin, but there's nothing uglier, and girls know this, than a skinny guy with a gut and a chubby face. <laughs> so what happens is I get too skinny, and then my gut, and then I have a fat face. <laughs> so what I need to do is kind of balance it out. I work out. Getting off the sugar is really helping. Oh, I can't do that. Dude, I'm telling you, I quit coffee and I quit uh, quit sh- a lot of the sugars, no sodas, none of that shit, and I'm feeling, I'm feeling about better. Wine? Today I'm what tired. About drinking? Uh, I don't really, I'm not a big drinker. But what I don't about... need to. You don't probably need to drink either. You're, you have a big personality. No, but I enjoy, you know, a wine here and there. What about like chocolate? Do you, are uh, you Dark like chocolate's tooth? good for you. It's good for the adrenals, I believe. Yeah, but you don't have like chocolate chip cookie, like, like urge? Yeah. Ever? I, you know, I like the kind bars. You know, they don't give them to me free. That doesn't count as dessert. That's like like energy blaster. At underscore Athelius says, if you could either direct and or star on a TV show of your own, what would it be about from fiction to nonfiction about anything? Well, you're writing a horror movie right now for Screen Gems. Well, I'm writing a horror movie, but honestly, my, my comic book, really, it's kind of like a Coco meets Buffy. 
And I would love to do something like that where it's almost like a female Star-Lord or a female Deadpool or a female like Peter Parker. I just feel like in that space, the women are so beautiful and perfect and cool and sexy. And I don't know if I'm any of those things. So I like. Yeah, you do. (laughs) I would just like to be something where tonally it's like a Buffy or like a female Star-Lord. So the TV version of the comic book I'm writing, All I would right. love to do. Changing channels at Changing Channel One. If Amy was to appear on, well, this is you know I can't answer this because this is just a weird question. Because you're not even on Supernatural. If you were to appear on Supernatural, you, you, I am on Supernatural. You are. I did one episode. Okay, so you did one. All right. Well, who are you? I was a virgin. She was a so in order to save the world, they needed to sacrifice a virgin. And literally, the boys are like, Who's a virgin? And then they look up back to me, and it's you. And they're like, Well, Nancy Fitzgerald. And Nancy so, Fitzgerald. Fitz- you're Nancy Fitzgerald <laughs> on Supernatural. Now, do you play like Italians? Do you play, you play Latin? You play Italian? You play yeah. anything? Can you, what have, what have you played? What kind of diverse roles have you played? Um, I've played Irish, I've played Greek, I've played, um, you don't look Hawaiian. Irish. Well, I mean, Fitzgerald's pretty Irish. Can you do an Irish accent or sort of a... Ooh, I'm Puerto Rican, so I guess... <laughs> <laughs> so really no, not... no, no, it's more like a sing-songy, like your sheep-stealing hooting bastard. Oh, you know? yeah. And then you just kind of throw it like that. You know, my accent, when I tried to do the white accent of the European, is so bad that yeah. it's, it's I think, uh, brings joy to people because it is so bad. Like, this is the only other accent oh, I can do. Be like, be like, previously on the cabin, Judd the Jock had just found the tiki, which was hidden under the tree. What the fuck was that? <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was like, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> that's your own like, language. <laughs> well, in my mind, it's like Australian meets Kiwi. I don't know. At Jesslyn207, what has been the highlight of playing Ella and Lucifer? Oh, my God. I think meeting the fans and going to all these Comic-Cons. And do you go to see- a lot of conventions? You, do you sign autographs? I do. I, I That is really, I got to tell you, I love meeting the people that relate to Ella from like 14-year-old gay guys to like people in wheelchairs to 14-year-old girls who have like these thick glasses like Ella does to like tatted up dudes in their 20s. The fact that like all of these people are like, Ella's my spirit animal I got to tell you, tickles me more than anything. Like these girls will come and dress up like Ella, which I really appreciate because she's a scientist and she's the only Latina scientist on TV right now. So the fact that they're coming to Comic-Cons and not dressing up like Harley Quinn or Wonder Woman, but they're dressing up like a forensic scientist with a ponytail glasses and a forensic jacket and gloves, I that really tickles me because they're dressing up like like a girl in STEM. Right, you know, so that is the best. It's part exciting. Of it's neat. It's also nice to see me go to these conventions to see that it's like almost like a response. You get that response. You're seeing people that actually watch the show, that actually are fanatics, and just uh, who have embraced it and who are pretty much um, making your living <laughs> because they're the reason. I mean, when the fans are the reason, we uh, we exist, right? Totally. And and like I think one of the most touching experiences was when this 14 year old guy came up to me and he's like, "Look, I want to tell you that I came out." Because of Ella. She's so in her own lane and so who she is and so unapologetic about being her own self that I was like, you know what? I'm going to come out to my parents. And then he started crying. I started crying. I'm like, oh, you know, we started like that to me 
is like, or like when these girls come up to you and they're like, look, I've had some really dark days. And when I don't feel motivated, I look at your Instagram stories and I'm motivated to like go for a walk and I'm motivated to like stay in on a Friday night. And because I'm always Instagramming the fact that I'm going to movies by myself or like staying home on a Friday night watching Game of Thrones for four hours. And maybe that's sad. Maybe that's cool. It's just me. And so they're like, when you do that and like make staying home on a Friday night just completely normal, it makes me feel like I'm not alone. Do you think you want to have kids? Oh, I don't know, man. I... I You're love- so independent. You are just like <laughs> when I said you, you know when you were talking about being single. I've never seen man or woman their response be just so comfortable and happy with being single. <laughs> like if you ask me, do you like being single? I'm like, uh, you know, if there's a nice freedom, you wake up, you don't have to, you know, whatever. But with you, I think you've been in one for so long. How many years were you in this relationship? Ooh, long time. I 10 was ten years. In- no, no, no. I was in God. I was in it for a while, like seven, eight years, and then my last, my last guy I dated was seven months, and I'm like, dude. Has he tried to get back? No, no, Any no. Any of them no. ever try to get back? Yeah. Do you always say no? Once you're done, you're done. Yeah. When you're done, you're done, aren't you? Honestly, I feel like I'm living my best life. Like for example, Thursday, which this is actually really cool. I didn't realize that Children's Hospital gives. Every patient there, a new book every day to read. And these kids are so sweet. They're literally playing soccer in the hallway. They're attached up to IVs. And we're reading books. And I thought, this is what I love. I'd love to do this once a week where I'm literally chilling. A lot of them are Latino kids. And I'm just like... Why don't you invite me? I'll go. Oh, my God. I would love... They would love it. Wait like, a minute. They, get a, they have to read a book every day? Well, they read a book every day, but but we'll play Oof. games with them. So we'll, yeah, we'll like come thing. up with a story. Or, every day. But like, it's like it's shit that I like to do that now that I'm single, like I can literally go to children's hospital well, every week. Why can you do that if you had a boyfriend? Well, I can, but but like but I you just. You have the freedom to just go do your I thing. I have the freedom to just be like, you know what? Like I'm going to go with the kids right. and they're playing hide and seek and, and you know, they're, they can't leave. And they love to play. And so for me, it's like I would rather hang out with the kids at Children's than go on a date. I would rather like watch Game of Thrones by myself Friday night than go on a date. I would rather hang out, be here. And I'm sure I can do it all. But like I'm writing five different things. You know, I'm also writing a single camera comedy with Lee Eisenberg. Who I didn't even know you were such a, a big writer and producer. Well, I didn't either. But I got to tell you, like, I mean, I've only been single like a couple of months. But since then... I'm writing, like I said, the single camera comedy for ABC with Lee Eisenberg, who has won a couple Emmys for The Office. I'm writing the horror movie for Screen Gems. I'm writing this comic book with AJ Lee, who wrote a New I York Times bestseller. This is too much. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I literally wake up and I'm hanging out with girlfriends. I'm hanging out, and, yeah. and I don't, I don't feel like anything in my life is missing. Like Sunday mornings, for example, you talked about that. Like waking up, I literally wake up Sunday mornings. I bust out Sam Cooke or Edda James. I blast it in my house. I open up the window that now I have a view because my my Latino brother cut down this tree. I'm like, I like to run around naked. I will say that. I'm like, life is beautiful. Hang on a second. Are you a naked <laughs> run arounder? Kind of. I, uh, I, I would. You like to be naked. I do. See, I love to be naked. <laughs> you, you and I would be like the Blue Lagoon if we lived together. <laughs> We were just like, oh, I don't want to go over their house. Why? Rose and Mom and Garcia are always naked. <laughs> I do. I, I love being naked. I come down, uh, band practice, I come down. You know, my friend's like, dude, come on. Can you put pants on while we're rehearsing? Yeah. I like, look, there's a freedom 
uh, especially being home, you know, you just like to, I like to run around. I do. I mean, but once I have a in a puppy while. And the puppy's got like these little sharp claws now. Oh, so you don't want that on your junk. You don't want junk. that near you, yeah. No, so no, I, no. I, wear some undie. I mean, recently I, I might put on like a shirt and like boy shorts or something, but I really love, like, I learned, I'm starting to learn how to cook. Oh. You know, I have my girlfriends over. So I, I guess I'm not very lonely. And anytime, like, you know, like I just went to Six Flags with a group of people and Colin Farrell was amongst that group. Colin Farrell? Colin Farrell. And he was lovely. And Did he hit on you? I mean, he was lovely. I just want to be like single. I'm really loving being sick. Everyone's like, Garcia, you're glowing. And I'm like, yeah, because I'm free as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I think that is just the perfect way to end a podcast because I'm free as fuck. I'm glowing because I'm free as fuck. You know, you have just a great attitude. It has to be exhausting being you because I know it's exhausting being me. Are you always just full of energy and do you drink a lot of coffee i don't drink any coffee what do you drink in the morning water and what time do you wake up <laughs> on average rosenbaum by the way you guys if you guys could see what i saw rosenbaum looked at me with such a face of disappointment and a bit of disgust well i just can't believe that you have this much energy when you're um i mean look do you ever just get do you get you get tired you're a human being right <laughs> um i guess i do but like what do I you said, eat Whatever. I mean, I don't really. Breakfast. I'm a carnivore. Go ahead. Breakfast. What do you have? I'll tell you what I have. I have two Fine. eggs over easy. I make myself a piece of toast, gluten free. I got some bacon, maybe a little bit of fruit, like little berries, and some water with lemon. Fine. Uh, breakfast. On days I'm shooting, they make me a protein shake that they give to all the dudes. Um, it's got like banana, protein powder, like almond milk, and peanut butter. Days that I'm not shooting, I'll make myself some eggs. Why with... Why can't you eat eggs on the day you're working? Well, because I just wake up and go to work. And I'm like, oh, I'll just have breakfast at work. Why can't you eat? But you say you don't eat eggs on the day you work. I'd rather just not make breakfast if I can just have breakfast But you think you, you, you just have a certain amount of energy. You have a good energy throughout the day. Yeah, I do. You sleep really well, don't you? Oh, I sleep like a... I, when you texted me today, literally Rosenbaum was like, hey, can you come in at 1230? And it was 11. You're like, no. And I was I like, just I woke just up. woke up. You slept 10 hours? Um, I slept 10 hours. I had that crazy dream. I haven't... Yeah. But Remember the, about yeah, the, the plane? Let's not go back to the dark But place. I'm just let's saying, like, like, I literally wake up every day and I stretch and I am just like, ah. Oh. Life is beautiful. I, think I know. I I'm might, a cheesy I think, Hallmark card. I think I'm a I might, cheesy. I might wake up in the morning and look at you so happy and just go uh, under my breath, just like, oh, fuck you, Garcia. <laughs> oh, they all do. Like like at work. Oh, would somebody um, shut her up? It's true. Can like, somebody show her something like that happened on CNN that's tragic? <laughs> yeah. Get her mood down a little bit. <laughs> well, the thing is, because I do think the world is kind of crazy right now, and I will literally walk on set, and Lauren German has become one of my closest friends. Talk about a beautiful girl on the inside and the outside. Outside. And she's literally like, she's a little curmudgeon and she's like, the energy and optimism on set just went up. Is Amy Garcia on stage? Is Amy Garcia on stage? And then literally I'm like, I guess I am like a little puppy dog. Like I love people. I love, there's so much more I can do. Like I'm nowhere near, like look at Oprah. There's so much more I could give back. Oh, I want to start it. Like, there's so much more shit I could be doing. Look at you. you I know I'm be cheesy. This little, no, you're not. You're a philanthropist. You want to give back. You want to give your fellow human beings. You want people to be happy. You're a you're a light in the sky. You're a <laughs> you're a light in the darkness. You're a you're a, a, a Rob. 
What is she? I don't know where you're going with this. Well, I'm just <laughs> metaphorically here. Uh, what I'm saying is, you're don't change. You're you're beautiful. You're a you're beautiful on the inside and outside. You come from a hardworking family who had nothing. You respect that. You have a loving family. You have a great career. You you're talented. You have endless energy. You give back. You want to explore. I think it's beautiful. I do. <laughs> Thank you. I don't even know. You, you you shut me up. But thank you today for allowing me to be inside of you, Amy. It was it was lovely. What's your uh, Instagram? It's my name, A-I-M-E-E Garcia, the number four, and then Reels, R-E-A-L-Z. And what about Twitter? Twitter, well, I think, is at Amy underscore Garcia. You're in the fourth season of Lucifer. Yes. You're Ella. Yes. Uh, hopefully there'll be a five. Yes. Um, you're single. <laughs> yeah. Made out with Alan in Amsterdam. Oh God. Um, Colin Farrell hit on you a little bit at uh, Magic Mountain. <laughs> Six Flags. Yeah, I think we've talked about just about everything. Rob, you have anything for? Her? Did you enjoy today? Where in Chicago did you grow up? Oh, you oh. started this in the beginning. <laughs> I grew up. Um, well, I grew up in the city, um, and then I moved out to a place called Oak Park. I grew up in Hoffman Estates. Oh, no way. Bucktown. Okay. And I went to Northwestern in Evanston. They actually just asked me to come back and give the commencement speech at my high school. Are you serious? When I was in detention all the time, our detentions were called Jug, Justice Under God. And I was in Jug all the time because I would always question religion in my religion class. And they just asked me to come back and give the commencement speech. And I'm kind of freaking out. Like young minds, it's a lot well, of pressure. Just be honest. Don't go up there and go. Life's awesome. Everything's great. You're gonna love it because they're gonna be. Yeah, just be realistic. Just yeah. be yourself. Just be I, fun. Yeah. yeah. The best thing to do, no matter what anybody says, if you, I don't know, what should I talk about? What should I say? What should I? Whatever you think. Yeah. Is right. I will say one of my favorite acting coaches ever, who I honor and treasure to this day. She's she's always said your truth is undeniable, and it I guess is. I would love to leave with that. It's like. Especially now with like, you know, filters and this and that. Like sometimes I look at pictures in a, in a magazine. I'm like, shit, I don't look like that. But I just feel like, you know, people are so worried about trying to be someone else. And it's like, just be you, man. I know it sounds so cheesy, like like part of a T-shirt that Ella would have. But, but it is true. Like your truth is so undeniable that if you do your truth, whatever it is, the good, the bad, and the ugly, then... There's no contest, and it'll inspire those around you to be their truth, too. I think we're going to leave it on that. Amy, <laughs> you're amazing. Thank you. Thank you. So are you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Let's keep that in there, Rob. <laughs> I already turned it off. Sorry. Aw, Rosenbaum. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.